Oh, speaking of research, I just need to throw this out there. I love the fact that I just, in one of my Google searches, I found on the same, like, like three links apart from each other, a rateyourmusic.com thread called Has YouTube Killed the Live Album for Good from 2022? And a BBC Culture article from 2013 called Is It Time to Proclaim the Death of the Live Album? So... I don't know. People have been debating this for a while already, apparently, whether the live album is dead. The answer is no. The live album is not dead. I don't know what to tell you. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Jeff, and welcome to the Sound Judgment Podcast. Where every episode, we'll be discussing all of the important musical topics, from reviews to which member of Motley Crue is the most vile. I'm going to judge the officials. I'm going to judge all the judges. It's going to take you people years to recover from all my opinions. Do you think I could interest you on a short side conversation? Yeah, I can do that. Sure. I'm up for I'm always up for a I'm always up for a random when you throw stupid shit at me conversation. During one of our previous conversations when we talked about the live album, uh you brought up an article or two that you found that was uh the death of the live album is YouTube killing the live album. Yes. And while I don't think it's dead, do you think it's dying? Do you think the internet in general is killing the live album? So... Okay. On the surface, my answer is I don't know, but let me explain. Like, that's not a cop-out. Let me explain that. Because a lot of it comes down to I don't actually know... Like, I'd love to know some numbers. Yeah. Um, I do know that, like, the 70s were the heyday of, of the live album, right? Yeah. Like, in the 70s, it was one of those, like, oh, you don't have enough material for a new album, what are we gonna do? And the answer is you just throw out a live album. Which is also why some of them are so heavily edited and mismatched and whatever. Right. Now, the argument is the internet killing the live album. I don't think necessarily, but in a way I can imagine it is impacting it in that, let's face it, a lot of people who want actual live performances like they're they're on youtube within an hour of most performances right right like you you can go i I can go i can go to a concert and literally the next day find if not the whole thing at least songs from that exact show i was at right it seems to me like in more recent years it has to be an event to get a cd or dvd release Something like Metallica's SNM two or the like Alice Cooper original band lineup reunion seem more and more like they're getting releases, whereas they're not getting the yearly live album that you get a lot of the times. No, like it's not it's not as common, definitely. But do I think that's the internet's fault, or is that just people got sick of live albums? Like how much of that? And again, this is a matter of like my my age does not allow me to know this. I wasn't there in the 70s and 80s, I feel like at least part of that really is just people are less interested in the live album. Well, and um, that's why I wanted to ask a broader question with the internet, because YouTube's pretty specific, but then you get a lot of things like all those Pearl Jam albums you see on Spotify, or like Metallica have their offering where you can go on their website and for 15 bucks you can download any show that they've played since like 2003. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, if Metallica have played, like, 
your city in the past, like, since 2003, you can go on their website, livemetallica.com, and buy any show for, like, 15 bucks. Or I think you can pay 25 and they'll mail you, like, a CD of it with, like, a, okay. with like a case and everything. Okay, so I guess that that then begs the question of, does that not count as a live album? So maybe not killing it, but changing the way we consume... The well, album. it changed the way we consume albums in general. Like yeah. the, the internet, absolutely just like took the the music market for what it is. Right, it took the industry market side and just annihilated it, chewed it up, spit it out, and said, "Good luck, do this again." Right? Yeah. I mean, just the the fact that you can find music on you know insert streaming platform here and if it's not there it's on another one if it's not there someone illegally downloaded it up or uploaded it onto YouTube or SoundCloud or something like it changed the way people consume music in general right. so i don't know if it actually killed the live album if anything it made live albums more accessible because you know i mean with metallica and pearl jam i mean i have no idea who else is releasing live albums just like here you go here's all of them um, I know your favorite band in the world, Primus, was actually doing it for a while too. But I think as like after they stopped doing tours, the website probably just became expensive and they took it down. Yeah, yeah, and then and then they'd possibly become lost media, which is like a whole other conversation. I feel like, like I wonder how many of these, how many live concerts have existed in a recorded format that are effectively lost because maybe a handful of people downloaded them or bought them and then haven't thought about them in 10, 15, 20 years. That's probably right? true. I bet, I mean, I bet you could find quite a few if you choose to put on your pirate cap and your, your, your eye patch, but yeah. But like in all fairness, like I, I guarantee there's, there's some that people bought that are just like, they're, they're not available for download because the people who have them didn't think, Oh, I should probably put this up on a torrent, right? Like I should seed this. Like how much music was lost when um when MySpace had their whole issue where like they lost all the previously uploaded music, right? Yeah. How many of those bands have no recorded music? Or if they do, it's just like on some you know, someone someone's mom has a CD in their basement. Right. Right? Like I mean I, I was in a band in high school that had a, a, a few tracks on MySpace. And as far as I'm aware, no one has recordings of them still. I might, I very well may have a burned CD with a few tracks. I sure as hell don't know where it is if I do. In some box over in storage somewhere. Rest in peace, Jeff's high school band. I had spoken to the drummer at one point, and he had no access to anything we were in. And then no one had, like, no one has contact with the singer. Like, he's just one of those people who just, like, effectively, he just, like, doesn't exist. I mean, I know where he lives, but I'm not going to just, like, knock on his house, bother him and his wife and kids and be like, yo, (laughs) you got any of those demo tapes, right? (laughs) Like, I'm not, I haven't spoken to him since, like, 2009. I'm not, I'm not doing this. But, like, that's effectively lost as far as I'm aware. And so, like, how many tens of thousands of situations like that exist? If you true. don't have someone who 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 has a copy of it, and if they do, they're not thinking about, oh, I should probably upload this. One of our five fans might want to look for this someday. Yeah, like no, no one's doing this. Yeah, but I, I mean, I mean, for for Primus, I would be 
I'm sure that most of them are somewhere, you know? Yeah, no, I just mean in general. Like, I don't mean, like, obviously big-name bands, but I do mean, like, how much how much media, how many bands released music, not even just live albums, but music in general, that has just been lost because they weren't popular, popular enough to, uh, to, to have the demand. Like, people aren't looking for it, or the people who are looking for it aren't finding it because the people who have it don't think about it. Very true. So, is the internet killing the live album? I would say... So, here's my answer. Okay, now that I've had time to, like, stop and, and think of this. I would say yes, but only really in the same way that it killed albums in general. In that they're just distributed differently. It's just changing the way we, we listen to them. Yeah. I mean, because even so, like, yeah, there's a lot of bands. Like, yeah, I know we still, for the most part, review albums as a whole... But how many artists don't release albums anymore? Right. They just release, you know, singles or maybe like two or three song EPs at a time. Well, you know who tried to do that for a while? Wait, I'm not ready to go there yet. Okay, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Hold on. I'm not, I'm not ready to talk about him yet. I have one other thing uh, that I found that I want to show you. And I want I want to know if I'm going crazy or if you hear it too, if you think it's a coincidence. But, um, you know, obviously the live album's not dead. I think that, you know, one live album that came out that was pretty good a couple years ago. What did you think of the Ghost live album, Jeff? Oh. I think it was pretty good. I think that was right before they fell off, and I think they were a good live band at the time. I think... So I have I have some mixed feelings on this. Okay. Um, Because... I mean, I mean, obviously, you know that I, I was a big fan of Ghost for their first few albums. Yeah. Like, and I, how many times did I go, I mean, because I know every time I went to go see them live, I was with you. Mm -hmm. You saw them a couple times without me, but how, like, I saw them, what, three or four times probably. Yeah. Like, absolutely incredible live band. And I will absolutely say that they sound better live than they do in the studio. Yeah. But a big part of that is the fact that the way they do the studio, for some reason, the vocals sound really small. The whole sound is very thin on their records. It's all very thin, but the vocals especially or, sound yeah. very small. In in a live setting, not only do you have just like all the air moving, right? As we've talked about before. Just like there's just something about how much actual air is moving from the sound. I don't know if it's just the way they mix better or 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 what it is. But the vocals sound so much better live. Yeah. And it didn't carry through on the live album. That's that's true. I, I, I think the live album was a big disappointment in that regard, which again, to go back to my Paul Stanley quote, uh, I forget I forget it word for word, but it was you know if it feels like a live album, it's a live album or or something like it's a, if it feels like a live experience, I think is how he put it. Yeah. Um. It's this is one of those times where I would not be mad if they went back and re-recorded the vocals and and mixed them in better. I would be totally fine with a live album that is like vocals one hundred percent redone from them. That's fair, but. It's funny that you go back to that episode because I think I'm accusing them of pumping in or of adding in some fake crowd noise. I haven't listened to this in a while. Um, pardon me, I'm gonna pull up real quick. No, I want you. No, I want you to look at my evidence. 
This is no. This is me. This is my conspiracy oh, theory. Oh, you you have this evidence? is my this is my exhibit A. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna send you one video, and it should be time stamped already. But you're looking for around 59. The sound effect goes to. I I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am I allowed to say what this video is? Yeah, absolutely. So this video is called All Sounds of Roller Coaster Tycoon 2. Um, so I'm assuming this is literally, it's 3 minutes and 21 seconds long. I'm assuming this is literally just sound yeah. bites from the game, right? Yes, yes. This is the sound that you hear if you're looking at the haunted house. Okay. Now I want you to listen to this scream from the audience before he starts singing. The timestamp should be 147. And just tell me if you hear it. Ah, video unavailable on Discord, of course. All right. I'm sorry, what did you say the timestamp was? 147? 147, if it doesn't take you to it. If you click, like, the YouTube link, it should do it. Oh, no. <laughs> that... That is awfully similar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What do you think, Jeff? So are you, I'm curious, like, how genuine are you in this accusation? Do you think this is, uh, <sighs> do you think this is, like, pumped in audience noise? I think, I mean, I, you know, sometimes I guess things just sound similar when someone screams, but that's awfully similar, don't you think? It is. It really is. Um, I, I, I'm curious now to listen to this album again and see how I feel about it. It is similar enough that on a casual listening, I noticed it. And I was like, isn't that the sound effect from Roller Coaster Tycoon 2? I'm sorry, is that, do you really know the sound effects from Roller Coaster Tycoon 2 that well? Yeah, I've built a haunted Damn. house in every in every theme park because it's a good early game. So have I probably, but I don't think I ever, I don't think I ever quite, I don't think I would have caught that. So We don't need to talk about my Roller Coaster Tycoon 2 addiction. We need to talk about these accusations I'm leveling towards Ghost. I mean, so I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I would not, again, after, even after, or, I'm sorry, especially after looking into how much live albums have been edited, which I always knew it was quite a bit, but I feel like it's more than even I was assuming. But even, even after that, like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm not going to be surprised if I were to find out definitively that there's a lot of just, like, stock effects, like, fake audience noise in this live Ghost album. Like, I'm, in fact, I'm almost going to guarantee it. Which, again, is making me want to say even more, redo the vocals. Mix them in better. Make them sound bigger, because they sound so small. Yeah. They sound almost as small as Mr. Forge himself. <laughs> who is a very tiny man. Tiny guy. Or, I'm sorry, doesn't he pronounce it for Forge, right? Uh, I, I think it's how he says his own name. Sure. I'll have to look. It's, it's, I know it's not the way anyone wanted him to pronounce his name, and it makes me laugh. Um... Speaking of sound effects in live recordings, please give this five seconds uh, a listen here. Oh, this is a, uh, a video titled Lady Gaga singing while Toad screams in the background. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh, very is good. That that really sounds... Actually, the worst part is that doesn't even sound like Toad. That sounds like they got a recording of Aaron Hansen from the Game Grumps <laughs> doing his Toad voice. 
Yeah. <laughs> and someone just like played it over this this little bit of audio. Oh, it's so beautiful. You're welcome. Uh so yeah, I'm accusing Lady Gaga of faking this recording. Um you know what? You're right. <laughs> it's proof. That's all the proof I need. <laughs>